Welcome to episode 50 of Both Down, the number one Blood Bowl podcast in the Grey Mountains. No idea where that is. I'm Steve, a.k.a. Kilwoggy, and with me is Scott Prime. That is located between its south of the Marenburg City and its north of Athelorn Forest in the Old World. Okay. It's a mountain range. Okay. Do they... Is is fifty the silver? What's that? Is fifty like the silver anniversary? So that's why you picked that because they mine silver or something. N- not at all. It's no I, relation. I, it's I just looked at a map of the old world before we did this, <laughs> and I was like, why not? Remember back in the day when it didn't just used to be a random location? <laughs> It'd be like that doesn't have a three in the title or a Z or you know. I'm Scott Prime. Welcome to the 11th month of the year of Prime. Oh, God. Only one more to go, thank God. Mr. 26 out of 26, and you'll find out more about that later in the podcast. It kind of makes all your dice a lie. All my dice, yeah, kind of, yeah. Hmm. It's going to keep on growing. How you doing? Doing pretty well. How about yourself? I am doing fantastic. Should we just start with the elephant, elephant in the room? Um, I thought your mom was dead. Wow. Wow. That's awesome, isn't it? That's a good one. That actually was pretty good, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Except we made dead mom jokes last episode, so. No. Yeah. Two months in a row. Yeah. That's okay. Is Matt McMack coming on? Speaking of. What? The elephant? Oh. Get it? No. It's kind of like a fat joke. Oh, I thought you meant he had a big. Wang or something. <laughs> he might. I, I don't know. I'm not going to find out. Let's give him that routine. Okay. Matt McMatt has a big package. Big Wang, big D. That's right. There's a reason he's called Matt McMatt. Ah. Because it's, it's named Matt, too. It's a quarter pounder. <laughs> I don't know if This is a great routine. I don't think that's a lot, is it? I don't. I, don't, I haven't weighed I would say mine. No. So. Yeah. Probably not. So we'll say it's a four pounder. Can't fit all of it in your mouth at the same time. <laughs> we could ask uh, some of his ex-roommates from uh, Chaos Cup. That's true. <laughs> it's, it's more like a filet of fish. <laughs> oh, let's bring it back. Smells bring it back. Bring it back. Stuff. Bring it back. Okay. Um, no, 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 no. The, uh, r- speaking of dead things, the return of Blood Bowl from GW, sort of, kind of. Yeah, this news broke out. If you haven't listened to other Blood Bowl podcasts, or we're maybe anywhere you're not near on the internet, anywhere near the internet, or you just um, news broke that um, Games Workshop is recreating a specialist division, but it's not specialist games. This it's is a division. It's specialist design studios, wasn't it? I think something like that. And this is where I differ from some people. It's specifically named that. I don't think they're going to mess with the game itself. I think they're just going to do models. Because that seems to be their MO. My opinion is, it just depends. I mean, we really don't know. It's all conjecture. One thing is, I haven't read a whole lot into it, because we're not going to see anything for at least, I would say, two years. Rumor is 2018 is when it'll start showing up, yeah. Okay. So, two years from next year. Yeah. So, there's a couple ways to go. If they really wanted to 
bring back Blood Bowl and yet make sure everybody buys their models, they could change the rules just enough to like make the teams different. Right. You know, they could have a human team that has linebacker positionals mm-hmm. and quarterbacks and you can only have one quarterback and you know change up things or create new positions like right. go back to a second edition thing where there was human blockers and there was human linemen and human catchers and human blitzers and human throwers so they could change some of that up then everything you have is invalid and then well just bear with me yeah, I'm and listening. then to keep playing because you'd love the game, you'd have to buy new teams or convert your teams. I don't think that's where they're going to go either. Okay. They could go to bigger models, you know, go to 40 base millimeter It seems models. like you're adding on cost then. That seems counter to I'm them. saying if they just wanted to. So if you want to say they want to invalidate everything before, so you go to. Right. Maybe they've seen all these Kickstarters. Maybe they've seen all these other teams that are getting sold under fantasy football models, and they just want to be jerks. Probably the best bet is just put out some awesome new models. Yeah. And maybe print a a current rule book with the current rules with some nice pictures and stuff in it and let it be. Yeah. I think that'd be the most common sense way of doing it. I could easily see them including Bretonians and corn and whatever new race they want because then they can sell those figures. And I have no problem with that. The bad thing, you know, I know like everybody on the internet was, you know, see, I told you so and they're happy and this and that. I'm not happy by this. No. I'm indifferent kind of. I mean, I'm not, I'm not sad either because we're just, it's too far out and we don't know enough to really make a, positive opinion of it and i'm an older school guy who played second edition yeah love that love those times so if a new rule set came out most likely slan is not going to be in there um and there'll probably be some i mean i know people love the bretonians i know people love the corn team i don't need any more teams yeah i'm not mad if we get them in there either but i don't need them if i wanted to play a corn team, I'll take a Norse team, and I'll add Frenzy everywhere. And yeah. then I got my version of sure. a corn team or a chaos team and put Frenzy everywhere. So I don't need all that stuff. Other people would like that, and that's fine. Yeah. I'm just going to wait and see. I really right. hope it's just models. I really... Matter of fact, I'm even lo- if they just sold old models, like re-minted them or whatever mm-hmm. they do, reproduce them, I think that would be cool. It'd be nice if they had plastic sets. Yeah, I was going to say, I imagine what we'll probably see is a four-team box set with a new pitch, basic set of rules, and four teams. And they'll probably go the regular route of, you know, it's a team, but it doesn't have all the stuff you want. And you can buy, you know, boosters to finish off your team. You know, oh, you get one thrower, one catcher, or two, whatever. It's like a partial team. But again, way too far out. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's not going to change me playing Blood Bowl. No. And honestly, if they came out with new rules and the bases were bigger and the models were smaller, I'd probably just adapt and still play. So yeah. it doesn't change anything. No. I can't see the game going too crazy. No. I'm... You know, I know Plasmoid's set of rules. If you're not familiar with his rules, he has the narrow tier rules to try to narrow the tiers, which changes some of the stuff. 
not like a great fan of that. But at the same time, if it changed to that, I would adapt. Yeah. So. Yeah, we kind of went over those with some friends who came up for the weekend. And this is probably the most I've actually thought about it. And they seem fine. I don't have any real problems with it. So if it did change to that, I'd just be, I'd, I'd go with the flow, mainly. If most people wanted to go with it, and that's how we're going to do tournaments, okay. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if anything, we all know that Blood Bowl's still alive and well. Oh, yeah. The video game's taken off. Um, there's a Kickstarter every month. There's... <clears throat> yeah, there's Kickstarters everywhere. 900 people going to the World Cup. There's the World Cup that was very successful. I mean, so it's not going anywhere. No. I mean, it's not going to be... It's not the next Minecraft or anything, but it's not going anywhere. Right. And we'll just see where it goes. There's no no reason to speculate because it doesn't matter. Yeah, but Not, people wanted us to. <laughs> okay. Just, you know, we're the voice of reason. We are? Oh, Is that no, what we are? No. It, it, we're the voice of gingers. I think it would actually be cool if they did do the box set. And even if you didn't include the new teams, mm-hmm. that you created some of those teams that we've never seen before. Like a slam team. Yeah. An underworld team. A Chaos Pack team, and then you have a Bretonian team for the other one, if you had to include those new races. And with plastic and 3D modeling, I have to assume it's easier for a big company like that to put together a lot of little teams than it is all these little companies putting together one team. So there has to be a good return of investment there. Yeah, I mean, you I think, think so. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't really. I wish... Again, I just don't want them to change stuff too so, much. Ultimately, that's what I don't want. Let's look in the future. the The thing comes out, and let's say it's a hundred and fifty dollar box set. We're going to go with the assumption no rules changes, but new pitch, four teams. Do you buy it? Of course, I buy it. Okay, here's so, the deal. Okay, almost everybody we know, oh yeah, who loves Blood Bowl is going to buy it. Matter of fact, just have a new pitch in there. Yeah. And you have not the same human team and not the same work team. Everybody's going to buy it. Right. Well, that's what we're going to get. So what if it's $150 and it's only two teams? If it's a complete two teams, Let's everybody's still going to buy 12 it. 12 position, 12 players. You might have some people that say, no, I don't need okay. them. Especially if they have the two teams. If the teams were human and Skaven. Right. Um, say humans and orcs. Sure. Okay. Uh, how about they do a plastic team, 12 pieces, 50 bucks? Too For a, much? Well, probably, I don't know. And what about ask, a star player now that's $25? You're asking, plastic. I mean, you're asking kind of the wrong guy because I have a lot of the stuff. Oh, so yeah, So we'd have to ask somebody who doesn't have these things. But if you go on... If you're part of the Facebook groups and stuff, there's many people who play the ta- the the video game who are now falling back in love with the tabletop, yeah, and they're definitely. asking for teams. Yeah. Um, I know some people don't like the feel of plastic, but really those things hold up a lot better if you drop them yeah. or anything else. Um, I, I like the feel of metal, but after dropping plastic figures on the ground a couple of times and nothing happens, you get kind of loving plastic. I hope what this means, too, is that the NAF and GW will have a relationship again, and maybe we see new colors of block dice for 
you know, sign up. I or wouldn't expect that. I w- because like, they'll probably sell different colors of block dice. And that'd be great. That's still great. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. I mean Yeah. I really it is GW. I have very limited experience with them, but they don't tend to be the smartest company from what I've heard. It would make sense to just sell different colored block dice, sell all kinds of teams, sell balls, you know, customize your tokens. I honestly I stuff. think the best thing that we will get out of this is a new version of the game. Mm-hmm. Hundred one hundred fifty dollars, yeah, with a couple of teams in it. New field, yeah, up, just updated graphics or that'll whatever. probably come first, and, and then if it takes fine. well, takes off well, then they'll do other stuff. Yeah, I mean, it just depends. They're yeah. they're in it to make money, and if they don't sell enough, then they move on or yeah. take it back away. Yeah, makes sense. But we probably will get updated rules though that match the video games. Yeah, I almost cannot see why they would not do that. Yeah, I don't really have a problem with the majority of it. It's I, more the functionality, like the non-optional skills that bother me. But it's got to be a video game problem only, right? I haven't looked into it. Okay. I, I'm failing in that part. So Sure, but to me, if, if they reproduce a rule book, it almost, to me, is going to be straight from Cyanide. And, or it makes sense for them to reach out to the community and go, okay, we're going to put together a new rules committee. We need people. We'll pick who we need. You know, uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe they might not do anything. Because why pay people when you have volunteers? Well, that's true. Mm. Maybe we'll just get models out of them, which is perfectly fine. Yeah, fine with that. What other news? God, that would suck if they made like here's twenty four new teams. <laughs> I know the bad thing is is having all twenty four teams. If, what if they're better looking models? Not even that. What if they come oh. out? I I will just want to buy them. Because See, this is only a problem else. for you because you'll love it, though. You get to collect even more stuff. But I won't care about it as much because it's new. And then I'll have that feeling of, eh, I can get it anytime, which screwed me last time. And I still need Fifth Ed, Death Roller, Jordel, and um, people Pack out there slash. listening. He doesn't need any of this stuff. I don't have it. Therefore, if the, I need it. If the Mad Max world comes upon us in the next couple of weeks, Steve's going to be Lord Lord Campbell, and he's going to his currency is going to be Blood Bowl figures. You like this idea? You're smiling right now. Not hating it because <laughs> he would be the richest man in the land. They'd be like, this guy has shiny metal, and all it is is tons of currency. Come get my shiny. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of shiny, we're 50? No, the, 50 the, episodes. The, the the podcast is 50. We are not 50. Uh, we're getting closer, buddy. Shut the hell up. <laughs> the podcast is 50 episodes. Yeah, we didn't do uh, anything special. Although, this well, is probably um, like episode 59 or whatever. Well, it is special in the fact that it still comes out once a month. That it does. That is least. pretty awesome yeah. for a Blood Bowl podcast. Yeah, we have been consistent the whole time. And that is a knock on all you other Blood Bowl podcasts. <laughs> strike Zone. Strike Zone? I'm making fun of Strike Zone. Was that a Blood Bowl podcast? It was. Remember? Strike Zone? Tackle Zone. Oh, okay, that, that helps. What's Strike Zone? Strike zone sounds like the um, area where the pitcher in baseball 
throws the ball, and if it's in that area, it's a strike, Steve. That's called a strike zone. Hmm. This message is brought to you by Scott Prime. Hmm. Anyways, I have a tackle zone, yes. <laughs> you are confusing zone. tackle zone with strike zone? I have in my mind a strike zone thing. It's either like a publication or something. there's something Blood Bowl related to strike zone. I don't know what it is. Okay, fair enough. Okay. We look at a lot of things. You look at a lot of things. I, I don't do much at work. <laughs> but yeah, 50. Can you, I just, I know it's been like four years. It doesn't. Four plus years. Well, yeah, it's more but, than that. But. but still, it's amazing. Yeah, it is. I'm impressed. Yeah. We're going to knock out another 50 and get to 100. Maybe. By the end of next year. <laughs> Got it. Just do weekly ones. About 15 minutes long. <laughs> hey, this is episode 75, and we have nothing. So no, what we bye. could do is, is we could actually have, like, welcome to this month's episode, and then the first week we're going to talk about this, and the second week we're going to talk about this, and then we just space it out. Hmm? We space it out week by week. Oh, okay. So we break up. A month long. We tell people at the beginning of the month what the podcast is oh, going to be like. Oh, I see. And then like segment one. Okay. Like, for example, we're going to, in our segment one, we're going to talk about Nuffleween. Right. And the, the results stars. of that in Scars Tournament. And that would be the second week of the month for our podcast if we went weekly. Okay. And the third week would be segment two. Which is we're going to talk about the uh, new... Crunch. Should I say iPhone or should mobile? I mobile device game? Mobile app. Mobile app Crunch. Yeah, people. it's not like uh, the sec- second, the second what the hell the two point five version of Blood Bowl yeah. that we played, but it is Crunch. It's a much simpler. We'll talk about it. Yeah, in the second segment, and then the fourth week would be the third segment of what we normally would have, which is a big surprise. Yeah, we're going to review something else. Something epic. The most amazing game. Hunting Man. Oh, wait, no. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It was just... uh, We're going to tell you about an awesome board game that we played, and it's very peaceful (laughs) in my heart after playing that game. Um, And then, finally, we'll have our shout-outs. Yeah, we've got to do some of those. If we have any. We'll try to figure some out. <laughs> All right. Should we uh, just end this now? And, sure. Uh, so uh, tune in next week as we talk about our first <laughs> segment. <laughs> or right after this, one or the other. Both Down is brought to you by Wizards Asylum, your premier source for comics and games in Norman, Oklahoma. Check them out online at their new home, wizardsnorman.com. All right, we're going to talk about some Nuffleween, which we just had last weekend. It is the Halloween-themed Old World Holiday. Yes. That is celebrated in the month of November. Some it's, it officially is on the eleventh of November, but because eleven's Nuffles, right? But it falls on the, the closest Saturday to the eleventh, or Most whenever it fits into our <clears throat> schedule. But yeah, right, something something like that. We own the fluff, dude. We might yeah. as well like just decide when it is. So well, you know, it's the eleventh then officially. Yeah, absolutely, 
That is Nuffle Day. And Y11, double ones? Are you seriously asking? I'm kind of asking in a way, so the listener who might oh, not okay. get it will ask. <laughs> like, I hope you know. No, the 11 men on the field, Nuffle's sacred number. The 11th man on the field? You put 11 people on the field, on the yeah. pitch? Yeah. NFL, football, you know. Okay, has nothing to do with the dice rolling. No. Oh, okay. Nothing to do with dice at all. Okay. That was kind of neat. I then, I, then I guess I, f- I officially did not know that. That's one like the beginning fluff when they find the I guess I forgot. I book. just always assume that, sure, whatever. Yeah, they mentioned the Nuffle's sacred number. That's fine, but our little cherub Nuffle guy that somebody drew us long ago. God, we should really know who did that. Well, we don't. It's in the podcast. And we can go <laughs> you can go in the archives. But yes, we ran Nuffleween, which was the um, last tournament in the uh, tournament circuit for this year. Yeah, for Scars. For Scars, the Southern Central Central Amoracle Regional Series. Yep. Better known as the Oklahoma, Texas, Kansas tournament scene. Soon to be Missouri. Spreading through other Maybe states. Maybe Colorado. Yeah. Such a big region that people aren't going to be able to make it. (laughs) No. Great problem to have, though, right? Absolutely. We just need more tournaments so that more people can miss more events so that they can be more even. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're going to... Anyways, we'll we'll talk about that near the end. So let's get to Nuffleween. How many people did we have? You want paid or people (laughs) that were playing? Um... It's the same number, isn't it? No. Technically? We had three people cancel. Oh, we did have three, yeah. We had um, Paul White. Paul White. Yes, the big show was going to come, yeah. but he decided he was going to wrestle instead. So, but, um, really? No. I don't think he wrestled. <clears throat> he lumbered he just around. Sat somewhere. Not Paul White. I always want to call Paul Wright, yeah. our little friend, our dogging friend, Englishman, mm-hmm. uh, Paul White. But um, he got sick, couldn't make the travel. Yeah. Brad Wells got sick, couldn't make the travel. I was not exactly at my finest, but it was only, you know, five minutes away, so I figured I'd go. Well, that's really nice of you, yeah. since you were co-running it. Yeah, no, I wasn't. And then we had uh, Corey Avon, who uh, his team made the football playoffs. Or yeah. He's a coach. I don't yeah. know if it's junior high or high school or college. I assume not it's college. not college. but. Right. <laughs> Pretty sure it's high school, not but, positive. Um, his team made the playoffs, so they had a playoff game. Yeah, which that's is a great excuse not to come. Right. So we had three people drop, which meant we had an odd number of 17, which right. I got to play. So I was number 18. So we had 18 people there, right. which is great because that's uh, we had 12 the year before, mm-hmm. and I think 14 the year before that, and 20 the first year. So yeah. kind of bounced back. Yeah, we had a couple of other people who like couldn't make it for whatever reason. Yeah, that's mainly fine. they sucked, but you know, yeah, it happens. They suck a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you don't come to our tournaments, you suck. But we had a lot of faces we haven't seen for a while, so that was nice. Yeah, but yeah, great turnout. Uh, once again, we ran it at Wizards Asylum in Norman, Oklahoma, the home for all the uh, both down tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you want to start since you played in it? It was kind oh. of a big deal for you. wasn't that big a deal for me. but well, Then you can start running them, and I'll play it all no, of them. No, not at all. Not at all. So I took the Everich Elders, a Necro team. 
uh, based off of the people who attended the Golden Tentacle Cup of 2014. Because, why not? And, but uh, more so, why? Because this year's theme, I, Nuffleween. This year's theme was, it came from beneath the pitch. So it dealt, is sort of a sister tournament to the Golden Tentacle out in Washington. And we used Lude Whip, Lude Grip Whip Arm. And, uh, yeah. So. We also had a custom kickoff table that we talked about last episode. Oh, yeah. But uh, it was a tentacle... F- had tentacles almost involved in every, mm-hmm. almost every single way. So yeah, because tentacles are awesome. <clears throat> so first round, I'll just go through all mine real quick. Sure, because I suck at remembering and lost my sheets. First round was against Jeff White and his orcs. He got like six casualties against me, but man, I love regen. I regened out of almost all of them, especially the important ones early. So. I was able to beat him one to nothing. And then second round, I went up against Gabriel in his underworld. And this time I actually was able to hurt people on his side. I was able to go up two to nothing. Um, then we had some really crappy pizza. Yeah. Not going back to New York pizza. That's just not good. Um, then the third round was against Will Oliver. And he also had Necro. This was one of the most frustrating and greatest games I've ever played. It's one of those that, like I was telling people, it really, it's why you want to play Blood Bowl. Because he had Necro, I had Necro. He had Guard, Stand Firm, Frenzy. I had Guard, Stand Firm, Frenzy. It was such a positioning game, trying to get everything done and pushing people and just every aspect of it was just like trying to decide what's best and how best to work stuff. So he went up on me. I failed to go for it into the touchdown to tie it up at the end of the first half. So he ended up being up one to nothing. And then very last turn, all I had to do was push a guy away from my werewolf that had block who would blitz the guy who was marking my other werewolf that had the ball and I uh, got double skulls. So I went down. Nice. Yeah, it was, it was pretty sucky. But basically two or three dice rolls and it would have been a two-to-one victory versus a zero-to-one loss, which is always a fun game. Frustrating, but fun. And then last round was against James Lowe and his Camry. And it's weird. The first two games, I didn't really feel like I won them. It felt like the dice of my opponents were just not working at all, you know. And then the next two games felt like I wasn't losing them. It felt like my dice were screwing me over. So, so that made you feel great. Not really. It. So you won the games you shouldn't have won and lost the games you should have won. No, it was just it just felt like I was not as involved in it as much as the luck was involved. Which I know everything comes down to luck, but that's just kind of how it felt. I don't I don't know how to explain it other than that. I got you. I'm sure you've been there where you feel like it's not really you that wins. Most of the time I feel like when I win it's not because of anything I've done and when I lose it's 
because of everything I've done. Yeah. I don't know. Well, like the first game, he was getting casually after casually on me, but I was lucky enough to get my guys back. And the second game, I was, I was sort of hurting him, but he was hurting himself a lot too, and just failing and all that. So, I'll take it. I got two wins. It's more than I got the last two tournaments. So, gotcha. And how about you? What did you take? Uh, I made up a fluffy team, which is probably going to be my thing for a <laughs> while to um, find teams from the fluff that are supposed to be different than like existing teams that we have right so like you a know, team of giants or a team of like there's a team in the fluff called the dark mountain spiders maybe mm-hmm. do something like that i think i've mentioned that before which I are talked about online. actually spiders not to be confused with the arctic crag spiders which are actual humans humans or norse norse yeah um so um, you know, at Chaos Cup, I played the All Snotling team with some stars, mm-hmm. the Phoenix Snotlings. So I went, reached into the fluff, and I wanted to play with the Hobgoblin team, which was called, which is called the Hobgoblin team. Oh, real fluffy! Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I like how people argued with me on that, and I was like, "It's in the books, dumbasses." It's not their fault. Yeah, it is. Not everybody knows all the fluff. That's well, why we're. Here. I don't even know all the fluff. No, we're kind of sorely lacking on knowledge of the fluff. We just judge people's knowledge on the fluff. I don't think more. we do. I'm pretty sure that's just you. Yeah, it's kind of my cat to wear. <laughs> okay. Uh, so anyways, I played with the Hobgoblin team, which is supposed to be like the worst team ever in Blood Bowl um, with their reputation and stuff because their, their players wouldn't show up for matches or they'd tie their shoes all half so they never got out in the field. You know, junk like that. Oh, okay. Uh, they didn't even have a logo. Their logo is just an X. <laughs> Um, so, so of course I played what officially is a chaos dwarf team, but, uh, it was, I think I, if I remember correctly, I had, uh, maybe 11 hobgoblins. I had the minotaur. Yeah. Cause I wanted to run some big guys. I had Grashnak Blackhoof as a star player. Mm-hmm. And then to fit the Nuffleween theme, you were allowed to get Lude Grip Whip Arm. Right. So I played with him as well. So I had two bulls, basically, and Lude Grip, and then a whole bunch of I played with Lude Grip, too. He's a really good player. He's really good for 150. Yeah, he is. Um, Surprisingly good. He's better on the teams that don't have that built-in ball handler guy. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you were playing Norse, you'd want probably a Norse thrower that comes with block and sure hands ahead of him. But he's nice to have. So um, my first game, I played Eric Rennie. His orc team. This game was one of those games where you just saw yourself slowly getting beat up. <laughs> and you might even go up one nothing to just slowly get torn down. Torn down and lose two to one. Yeesh. And that's exactly what happened. Um having the seven armor with the hobgoblins was the issue. That's rough, yeah. Um just just is. Um so I got beat two to one the first game. Uh, second game I played against Tiffany Cummings, who had the, um, she had an undead team. This game went the opposite. I, I beat the crap out of her team. <laughs> like she couldn't, she had, I, I casually four people who could regen, but they failed it. All of them? All of them. Wow. So that really helped me. She has really bad luck when it comes to tournaments. Oh yeah. She was, we were just like dumbfounded yeah. and stuff and. 
honestly, I don't think she played bad. It was just she didn't have enough players. And when you don't have enough players, you know how it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when I had... There's only so much you can do. In that first half against her, she had so many people injured that I was like, it'd be stupid for me to score. I should just try to hurt some more people and hold the ball here. Yeah. And it helped in the second half. So I, I think I won three. To, I think I scored in the last play of the second half to go up three nothing in that game. Uh, so I'm one and one after lunch. I did not go have crappy pizza. Smart man. I had a Thanksgiving sandwich, which was turkey stuffing. Yeah. I added spinach, sauce. cranberry sauce, cream cheese. And like I said, I added honey mustard in the, the spinach. It doesn't sound good. It was one of those decisions where you walk in and you see the marquee and yeah. it comes with a pumpkin shake. And you think, oh, I'll take this thing. And then as you're eating it, you're going, why did I get this? So you only did it because it came with a pumpkin shake, didn't you? No, the sandwich looked good in theory. It just wasn't when you added all the other stuff. Yeah, it's it. one of those you just kind of have to trust that they know what they're doing. Right, because it normally didn't come with spinach and honey yeah. mustard. and I should have just got it exactly like it came. Mm-hmm. But I didn't listen. Doesn't matter. Uh, game three, I played um, Jeff White. I played another Orc team. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was one of those games that you were talking about where it was just a really fun but frustrating game. I think we both played really well, and we both came out with a tie, 1-1. Oh, well, there you go. Um Jeff, I believe, only had 11 players, so it also helped that I injured one of them really early. Yeah. But he he was beating the crap out of my guys, too. Um, and then in game four, I played a uh, local league coach here, uh, Scott Hess. He had an undead team as well. So my day was with Hobgoblins was undead, undead, orc, orc. Wow. Not a fun day. No. Sounds like someone's Chaos Cup experience. <laughs> yeah, well, at least I only got it for four games. Exactly. Um, this was pretty much exactly like the first game where I scored. I was up one nothing, and then like just bodies kept hitting the floor, and I was forced to you know try dumb things like Let the hobos hit the floor. The try to hobos. dodge into a group of three people just to try to make a tackle or push them back. And yeah. anyways, long story short, I got my butt kicked two to one. But it was really a bigger butt kicking than that. So right. I was pretty mad at that game. But that's me. I get mad. Even yeah. when I play Hobgoblins. But I'm 26 out of 26 races now. Good. Because so, <laughs> I'm the only guy counting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we know the spiders are coming up. Want to discuss anything else that's coming up? Or do you know? Uh, no, the other ones are really stretches. Really? <laughs> There's an old mage team. Oh, and all I, mages? They're all mages. Slon. I know. I, I might steal your idea of the teleporting instead That'd of leaping. Awesome. Um, I can't think of the other one. There's the... Um, Wasn't there one of just giants? There, Yeah, the Asgard Ravens supposedly are giants yeah. and the Torwell Titans and stuff. But I don't know how you reflect that on Ogres the field. with no snotlings. <laughs> can't do that, dude. Hmm. Can't do that. Um, there's mages. Uh, I want to run a chaos human team because in second edition, like the Middenheim Marauders oh, were yeah. Yeah. chaos. So that would be a chaos pack team, mm-hmm. maybe with a lot of mutations right. and only the ogre or one of the beasts. Yeah. Only one, no dark elf, no skaven, no goblin. I want to do that one. And then I'm going to do the dark mountain spiders for sure. I have enough to get up to 31. I think Jeez. one of them's kind of a reach. There's, um, 
I think they're called the Champions of Law, I believe. Sounds familiar. I think it was the Champions of Law or something like that, and they're basically, uh, instead of a chaotic pack team, mm-hmm. they're a, a good pack team, basically. Okay. It's it's a mixed race good team. What about team. the Judge Dredd team? Eh, I haven't thought about that, actually. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. I think there's just a ton of teams out there you could play. There, There is. It's just... I wanted to adapt to the style. I know this yeah. is getting a little off topic since we're yeah, talking whatever. about Nuffleween, but so anyways, yeah. So I'm looking into the fluff. So yeah, I'll get to the other one soon. So Nuffleween, who won what then? All right, so let's start off. Um, should I start at the bottom or should I go from the top? I don't care. Why? Because you didn't get anything. Yeah. That's why I didn't get Jack. <clears throat> so uh, if you've never been to Nuffleween. Steve goes all out and hits all the clearance racks <laughs> after Halloween and buys all these uh, gadgets like chains and... Steve buys the dumbest stuff. Axes and just an undead so, squirrel. The most casualties got an axe. The uh, I'll, I'll read them all. Okay. You tell me what they got. I will try to remember. We'll start that. Jeff White with Orcs got most casualties. He got a double-headed axe, I believe. Okay. Best offense went to Kent Raffray with Undead. With what seven touchdowns? I think. Uh huh. Um, he got an aviator's helmet, which <laughs> it's like an old-looking aviator's flight cap, but it looks like a football helmet. Yeah, it looks like the old thing, the leather you see football on the, ones. Yeah, the so. leather helmet from like the Heisman or yeah, something. Yeah, I thought that was really cool, and I think Kent will actually wear it probably. I can see that in bed. It was nice seeing Kent this weekend. Yeah. Um, best defense went to Eric Rennie with his orcs. Best defense. Is that the chain? Yep, he had yeah, the big... Because he put everybody on lockdown. Right, so he had the big chain links all around. Mm-hmm. Like a big, looked like a big Flava Flav necklace yeah. or something almost. it's kind of awesome. Stunty Cup went to Dean Piper and his halflings. Which we'll get into that when we talk about scars, but that had big implications. Uh, he got an undead squirrel. Uh, undead squirrel. It, it was, was a plastic... A zombie squirrel. Zombie squirrel. It looked cool. I couldn't think of what to get for Stunty. Back of the pack, last place, was Michael Lewis and his vampires. Uh, he got a toilet, a zombie toilet paper roll holder. So a zombie's head, which you put over the toilet paper, so it comes out of its mouth. It was awesome. It was paper. It was cool. Uh, fan favorite went to, this is like people voting for the best team, basically. Right. And it's however they want. That's why we call it fan favorite. If it's just because I like those models, I like how he painted them. Right. I just like dwarves or whatever. Yeah. So Adam Brennan got this award. He did his, his for his ogre team. One-eyed, four-corn, fighting purple people eaters. Yeah, it's a not a both down approved name. It's a Steve approved name. That's well, awesome. you can have Kilowoggy's greatest hits, but that is a terrible name. Yeah, it is. I agree. But you the other it. one was awesome. <laughs> True. The other one's awesome. Yeah, his is awesome. Oh, his team looked awesome. The, t- the name is awesome. Nah. Bah. Yeah, whatever. Bah. And I think he got a sparkly mug. You know, if I ever get the reality gym from the Infinity Jesus Gauntlet Christ. from Marvel, yes. oh, I'm going to change the reality of Blood Bowl in so many ways. Really? Everything's going to have to funnel through me. I'm pretty sure I'd be living in a mansion being serviced 24-7 by 18-year-old redheads? Dude, what are you going to do with all those guys that look like me at 18? 
Well, get serviced <laughs> by them, and then they'll make me sandwiches. Oh, okay. So. All right. What were we talking about before? Was that the sparkly glass I got? This is one of the cups you got. Yeah. I, I believe it was probably the sparkly one. It was kind of a, it was a plastic cup that yes, had that's... lights in it. Right. Okay. Uh, best sportsman or MVP went to uh, Nathan Ketchlin. Ketchline with his Norse team, although that was voted by players on like the best sportsman, you know. Is this the toxic glass? This is the toxic glass. Or maybe he got the sparkly I, one and Adam way. got the toxic glass. It was a nice looking pint glass. Nathan's the guy who every time I get mad at Blood Bowl, he'll look at me and go, dude, it's just math. You're getting <laughs> mad at math. Because I'll start complaining about the dice rolls, mm-hmm. or I'll like, damn it, I rolled a one. He's like, just math. And he'll just laugh and laugh and laugh. And he's right. And it makes me even more mad. I just had the image of him out on a deserted road at like 2 a.m. in the morning with a calculator over his head, covered in blood, just beating somebody. It's just math. <laughs> That'd be very Nuffleweeny. I thought so. Theme. Third place. Or the Delzine Cup went to Chris Leonard these in his pe- Amazon. These people got nothing. I gave them no special prizes. Well, they got little special dice, though. Yes. So he got his little cup, and he got the bronze dice. Mm-hmm. Second place went to James Lowe with his Kimry team. He also got silver dice yep. as well. But you're right. Nobody got the special props. Yeah. But these guys all got trophies. Right. Well, some of them exactly. just got certificates. And first place... From Wichita, Kansas, his first tournament win, 4-0, Will Oliver with his Necro team. I could have had him. He did go 4-0, right? Yeah. He he didn't tie that last game. No, he won. Oh, that's right. He did. It was 1-0, though. Yeah, he beat beat, Chris uh, Chris Leonard. So, 4-0 at Nuffleween. I could have had him. Could have had him, huh? Two dice rolls. That's all needed. So, I believe, and I did not check this coming into the podcast... I know the first year dwarves won Nuffleween. The second year, I'm pretty sure dwarves won Nuffleween. First year was Paul Wright with his dwarves. Yeah. Second year was Adam Brennan with his dwarves. Yeah. Third year was Scott Prime with his Amazons. Okay. And then this year we had Will Oliver with his Necro team. Pretty cool. That's the history of the okay. Nuffleween. Four years. Nice. So we got some different teams besides dwarves. If you go dwarf, dwarf, Amazon, Necro. Take the first letter, reverse it. It's Nads, N-A-D-D. <laughs> like Wolfman's got Nads. There's no if, S, though. If you're from, it's two Ds. Ds. Oh, Ds. Okay. Oh, I got you. So Wolfman got Nads. If you're from Boston, that works. I got you. For, for, that's, that's for Anthony Albano, right? He's up in Boston, right? Oh yeah, so when he watches, when he watches Monster Squad and he repeats that line, he can go Wolfman get nads. We have to shout him out fairly often if you're going to marry his sister. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen. You she's know. she's he, going to Atlanta. What? Yeah, she's going to see Steve Harvey. Wow, I hadn't thought of it. Yeah, yeah, dude, we can get on Family Feud. We could. God, that'd be awesome. That'd be really cool. That would be. Let's just go as the um, Stevens brothers. We'll just say that we're related to Sean and Spencer. 
can we'll we just be a family. Can we get? Oh, okay. I was gonna say, can we get people from Even Stevens? <laughs> no, because I want Tawny. I don't even know what you're talking about. It's Never old, seen it. It's an old Disney show. Never seen it. Margo Harshman played Tawny. All right. Well, let's uh, let's talk about Duffelween. Okay. So uh, throughout the day, we gave out prizes <laughs> for uh, the people who uh, ended their games with what we call the Casualty Beast. It's a little fluffy bat. Right. And if you ended your game with the little beast, you got a prize. This year, we had a bunch of different Halloween themed cereals, not just the monster cereals. We right. had some Crave and Crave and some Captain Cr- Spooky Captain Crunch yeah. and Spooky Fruit Loops. Big hits. I think we are forgetting the most important thing that happened that weekend. What's that? A haircut. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, yes, I was going to mention that okay. in the shout outs, but let's mention it now. Michael Lewis, everybody's favorite racist and Who great friend. His NAF name was Duncan is FS Idaho. Something like that. Because that's what his job was. was or whatever. And as we gave him a hard time calling him Brownstone all the time on the podcast, his NAF ID now is brownstone i would like to say that even though we started it with a podcast many other people have referenced michael <laughs> in a text like brownstone when yeah, i say michael and exactly then they, i go yeah brownstone so it's uh he, he's embraced it so much he came with his head uh had a fresh haircut in the word brownstone carved into his head that was pretty awesome in the saddest way possible <laughs> It was. It was pretty cool. He's like, yeah, this is going to last today. And then the wife says she's going to shave it tomorrow. I was going to mention that how his <laughs> his wife put the kibosh on like, you get one day with that, dude. Because it's over. <laughs> yeah. But still, awesome. So is that it for Nuffleween? That is it for Nuffleween. Okay. Uh, we gave away a lot of prizes from Impact. Um, gave away Roy some teams. We, at the end of the day, if you weren't there, Steve was playing with this. Terribly painted, <laughs> a little ceramic. Is the greatest. Undead I don't even know if they were ceramic. They were plaster or something. Yeah, it was a team that worked for Undead. They were numbered and based, and Necro, and they were had enough miniatures for a Necro team. Right, because I played them as Necro, and I really wanted to talk to everybody in the world. If you don't have teams, go to Dollar Tree, and here's the combination to get. For $9, you can buy nine packs of these figures and make a Necro slash Undead team. And Steve played with them. They the were end, not bad. No, they weren't bad. They're not actually terrible. They actually have their own personality to them. Because there's, there's mad scientists. There's female lab assistants or scientists. Either way, you look at it. There were Igors. There were mummies. Zombies. Little gargoyles for your gargoyles for the rerolls and stuff. It was great, and um, I told everybody we were going to give away a team. And at the end of the day, I was like, "Trick or treat!" And we do a, we did a drawing, and oh, Nathan team. and Nathan won the. Um, oh, he did. Yeah, Nathan won the uh, trick or treat team. Yeah, we've got to talk about. Cost us a whole nine bucks. I bet we had more money in it with the grass and the, the little bases. bases. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a good chance. We still gave away and the a tray. Team. In the tray, yeah, no joke. Uh, yeah, we want to talk about scars now. Um, so the legacy team, 
which I guess that is Scar's legacy team. It is Scar's related, but if you want me to talk about it, sure. sure. Um, so we did. We tried a legacy team for the first time in this area. It went well. It ended up being very well. At first, I didn't think we were going to get enough people to do it. And I wanted a team not just with exactly 11 players. I wanted right. it to have 14 closer to 16. And, you know, the best thing about legacy teams is is you've painted a miniature. So if you add a miniature, it's going to match. Yeah. And um, so there was a few of us that painted a couple of miniatures. And I'd like to thank Dean and his wife. They mm-hmm. both painted a miniature. And he still only got one name in the drawing. Uh, I'd like to thank Duder. Uh, he's the first guy who had his miniature done. He's just a fan of the podcast. He just wanted to participate. And, and he uh, didn't get any entries. He didn't get anything because it, you had to play at least one Scars tournament and donate a figure, and he didn't get to play. Right. Um, but if he comes to Oklahoma Bowl next year, huh? right. then we do one next year and, and you get participate. Uh, Michael Lewis also produced uh, two figures, and myself also produce two figures for the team. So we ended up with a team of 15 figures, 15 models, players, and uh, they all look pretty good. I mean, yeah, there's no, you know, sometimes on legacy teams, you can kind of look and go, that one's kind of a dud. Mine's kind of crappy. And Steve's is probably the closest to the dud we have. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> turned out really good. We did the drawing and uh, Scott Hess uh, ended up winning the team. And so he now has a Norse team. Yeah. And, um, that's kind of cool. We get to still see it because he plays in our league. So maybe he'll. True. I wonder if he'll switch, switch teams. You might. So, we'll see. Um, but as to scars itself, Novoween was the final tournament, as we stated. The top two had pulled away from the pack, so that was Dean Piper and Tim Har, and. Michael Lewis was in third, and unless we had about 40 people and he placed first and they did not place at all, one of those two was going to win it. And I think they were separated by five points. Coming into it, right? Yeah. Tim was ahead by five points, I believe. Was it five? I think so. Something like that. So they did a really cool thing and decided to... Play a gent- do a gentleman's agreement to play Stunty. So, which teams did they take? Uh, Tim Hart took a goblin team. Right. And Dean Piper took a halfling team. Right. Which I thought was probably good for both of their playing styles because Tim loves to foul and hurt people, mm-hmm. and he seems never to get like caught. Right. And Dean's more of a kind of a finesse guy who doesn't rely on that. So, I thought both of them picked teams towards their strengths. Yeah. But um, but really, I don't know. We both know that a lot of your fate from this relies on matchups and luck. Oh, of course. So it instead of taking their best team and seeing who comes out on top, they just kind of threw it up in the air and see what stuck. And Tim actually didn't finish as high as he should have, and Dean snuck by him by one point. <laughs> well, and Tim double checked it. So many times. Tim actually had a pretty good tournament because he won a game with Goblins. Yeah. I believe he tied a game with Goblins. I think. You mean Dean? No, I'm talking about Tim. Do you have Tim's results there? I did not write them down. Maybe he just won a game and lost the rest. I thought. Tim was playing Halflings. No, Tim was playing Goblins. 
Oh. De- Dean ended up winning two games with I'm half sorry. Ice. My bad. I had him reversed to my right. head. Right. If I recall, Dean. You're probably right. Yeah. I think Dean won twice, or maybe he okay. won one and had a tie. Regardless, both of them did pretty good. They, neither one of them were close to last place, is what right. I'm trying to get at. No, not at all. Um, Dean came in seventh, yes. and Tim came in 14th. Yeah, so they, they both did pretty well with their races. Now, against each other, that was just enough points to right. separate them out. And yes, yeah, so the first Scars champion is Dean Piper. He played, I think, three different teams. Uh, yes, he did. In the Scars series. He came in third twice, no second places, no first places. and um, But won by one point mm-hmm. in the overall series. And then Tim Hart had a great scar season. He won three tournaments. Yes. No second and no third places. And uh, he played, I think, one more race than him. Four races. Um, I kind of like partially updated this while I was there and didn't completely update it. He played uh, Cast Wars... Orcs for sure and goblins for sure. Okay. He might have played something else in there too. But yeah, both of them and Michael Lewis, who came in third place, went to all the tournaments. So it kind of makes sense. You go to all the tournaments and you do consistently well, and you'll be up there. So Michael did end up being third? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Did, uh, did you even figure out me and you, or did you just stop there since that's all that matters? I was just curious since we kind of went to all the tournaments. Um, I th- no, I did everybody's. <laughs> oh, did you? Did we yeah. finish in the top five? Probably no. not. No. Overall, it was Dean, Tim, Michael, Scott Hess at 30. Scott went to all but one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he missed Rot Cup. Matt McDonough, he missed one. He missed Nuffleween. And, and he Kansas. came in 27th. Brian, too. That's fifth place. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, he 27th. <laughs> Brian, too, went to two events and finished sixth. Uh, yes, he did. Uh, you know what? With a first and a third. But that guy wouldn't play such cheesy teams. And then finish out the top ten, Jeff White, James Lowe, Will Oliver, and then Scott Delsing. Hey, top ten. I came in at 20. <clears throat> but you and I, we both didn't play in one tournament, right? Right, because we ran it. Yeah. I mean, we get a little bit of points for that, but not much. But. Yeah, it's not much. Anyways, it was... So the, it's really awesome that we had the series. Yeah, absolutely. I think it went, went really well, and I'm going to try this weekend to get some emails out to people just kind of asking how they liked it and what we can do. I know for sure that some people went to tournaments who wouldn't normally have gone because of it, and I think that really adds to the fun. It's just this overall... Oh, and Adam Brennan, sorry, got stunty. I'm sorry, I forgot Should've about that. Should have mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. the stunty one it was Adam Brennan, and then you did a drawing for if you went to all the right all yeah. the tournaments, you got to be placed in the drawing to win a team, mm-hmm. and the winner of that one of those team impact um, troll cast teams. Right, and the winner of that for a Timberline Elf team was Steve Campbell. I never win anything, <laughs> and you even tried to make sure I didn't win this. Uh, actually, you were outside of the room, mm-hmm. um, and I told Will to redraw the, the numbers, and we stirred him up, and he drew your name again. So yeah. I figured that was Jesus telling me that you really deserved it. Or Nuffle. Or Nuffle, however you want to look at it. And um, I don't know. It's kind of weird 
to be doing the drawing for stuff like that, being in charge, when me and you did travel to everything. So yeah. we deserved it just as much as everybody yeah. else. But it felt weird, and it was our tournament, so I didn't want to give it to you until the second. But I probably, but realistically, yeah. if it would have been my name first, I probably would have felt guilty and said the same thing. Yeah, which isn't fair. I mean, it's really not fair. <laughs> there are people who ran series you know and came in first. You know what's funny though, Steve? Mm-hmm. Most of the people in attendance did not want me to redraw. I made them. They wanted you to have the team. Aww. So you should be happy that your peers People thought, like me. Yeah, and I was like, screw him. He's outside. He doesn't need another <laughs> team. He's got every Blood Bowl team ever created. No. Yeah, he's only got 99%. Every, every race. Yeah. Regardless, you won the team, so congrats on that. There was only five of us, though, that right. went through the whole tournament. Yeah, there would have been seven, but Matt and uh, Brad didn't make it. Oh, Brad would have been the mm-hmm. sixth guy if he would have showed up, but him being sick. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Good oh, stuff. Yeah, Matt wouldn't have. Never mind. Matt missed two. Yeah. But it was a. I think it was a very good thing for the area. And like I said, I'm pretty sure next year we might have a Kansas City one, maybe a Denver one. Not Denver, but somewhere in Colorado. Well, we'll see. Yeah. And supposedly another one in Kansas, Wichita, Kansas. Yeah. Area. So. Which, if you're really interested in this, Oklahoma and Spiky Cup are the ones you want to go to. Because with so many people going there, that adds a lot of points to it. That is true. Because you get one extra point for every ten people below you. And we're going to get 50 this year. And so we don't want Brian, too, to somehow have a top five finish by just showing up for one weekend. If he won both of those, he could probably win it. And not play. We're going to have a special prize this year at Oklahoma Bowl for anybody that knocks him off. Yes. He's going to be arch enemy number one. So it doesn't matter if you're coming from Canada or Spain or Italy or England or Norman or wherever. If you beat Brian, too, you're going to get a special prize. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, we'll talk more in depth about what all is going on at Oklahoma Bowl soon, hopefully. Need to get the website updated. Yeah. Probably talk about big detail next month. Yeah, I'm sure. It's a good time to deliver that Christmas present. Okay. Anything else you have on Nuffleween or Scars? Don't think so. I have one last thing. So. What's that? Uh, feedback. If you were at Nuffleween or you attended any of the Scars events and you do listen to this podcast, please, please, please email us. Or- Give us your opinions, good or bad. Or if you did not attend any of the events, but you have suggestions, yeah, please let us know. And do that for any tournament organizer. The, you, whenever you run a tournament, you're basically running it in the dark. You know, I was talking to someone, and it's such a different experience. Because we had people come up and talk about how much they appreciated us running the event and how much fun they're having. And I know when I go to an event, I have a blast. I love the trip. I love playing. I like hanging out with people. But when I'm running the event, I, I no matter what I do, I think, uh, no one's having fun. I don't know why they came up this far for this or whatever. But like I said, if I was doing it, I'd happily go. You know, if I was playing. So it's it's always good to hear feedback. I agree. Good. All right. We're going to wrap this up, and we're going to come back with some crunch.
Okay, and welcome back. For this segment, we're going to be talking about the brand new Blood Bowl game, Crunch. Crunch. For your mobile applications or mobile devices, it is an app. Okay, so I'm going to tell you what I know about this game. Okay, this is going to be kind of one-sided because I have it on my phone and Scott does not. I have not downloaded this game yet, and I saw... I believe it was on Facebook that this is an abysmal game and it's stupid and it's dumb. And why did they waste their time? Let me finish. Okay, sorry. And I heard nothing. I've heard not heard anything positive about this. Right now, I haven't heard a lot, but what I have heard is like it's just a waste of time. Don't download it. So I stayed away from it. And then you tell me like this is a really fun little no. game. It's different, but it's fun. Don't ruin it. But anyways, so what do you have? I heard the same things. I heard it was horrible, waste of time. Don't understand why they did this. So I go to download it, and it won't even download off of just my 4G. It wouldn't download until I got to Wi-Fi. So I stopped. Wait, you know, waited until I got home to get on Wi-Fi. Forgot about it a couple days. I was like, eh, fine, I'll go ahead and do it. And still just getting nothing but, man, this game sucks. And someone's like, I can't wait to hear you guys talk about the game so you can rip into it. So I download it. It is real simple. You know, it's not the most well-made game. You click on things and it doesn't register sometimes. So if you're a new guy yeah, and this is the first time you're hearing about it, where would they download it from? Just uh, wherever you download stuff at. What does that mean? You're going to sound really technically inept so, go sure. to google play or we have a, we have andrew and andrew phones we have andrew yeah we have andrew phones they're made out of andrews uh-huh. uh you go to the play store which is like google play or whatever and then you search for it and download it there and i put in i think blood bowl it didn't even come up so i had to put in crunch and then it came up and like I said, it was weird when you try to download it because it's so big, and I've never had anything to do that anything do that before. So okay, so I'm looking at it on my phone right now. So I'm gonna interrupt you, okay? And I just search. I'm on Google Play. Yeah, and it's K E R R U N C H. All right, and I'm gonna search. Oh, I see it. There's two of them. Cyanide Studios or the Focus Home Interactive? No idea. Well, one's four ninety nine and one's free. I went for the free one. I have no idea what the difference is. Okay. Free one's the one to get. I don't even know. And then you hit the install button. I'll, I'll have to I'll have to look. Sure. It says it's free. I'm going to install it while we're talking about it. I didn't. Only one came up for me. Who knows? It could be weird. Could be some weird, some word. I don't know. Okay, so I download it, and like I said, it's super huge, and it's not exactly responding to touching very well. So I'm like, ah, this is a crap game. It's not made well. It's got all this crap on it, and it looks confusing. So you go to play, and it's five players on five players. It tells you to set them up. Give one of them the ball, and then all you have control over is the one person with the ball. And you can tell them either to throw the ball or start running. 
That's the most you can do. Everything else is up to the computer. And once it does that, it just kind of goes, okay, have fun, bye. And you just sit there and you're like, I don't know what the hell's going on. It took me forever like to click. It's super frustrating. It makes no sense. However, for a free game, not so bad. I'm kind of digging it. I know people are going to laugh, but it's just a weird game. Like, I literally had to go through every little thing to try to figure out what the hell I'm doing. Because it doesn't tell you anything. So, you can go to your roster. Like, you start off with humans. Okay. So, there are five races in the game. Humans, orcs, dwarves, skaven, wood elves. As you play a team, you you can go into one of two choices. Either season or league. League is... Oh, can we have a league? League is your multiplayer stuff. But really, all it is is you set up a, a team to play as defense. And then you can go and play. You can only do five games a day. So they want you to come back and whatever. Um, whenever you play against somebody, you just randomly get assigned an opponent and you play against them. You set up your team, hit the button, and go. That's it. And when someone goes against you, if you lose, you never know. But if you win, it'll say, hey, you you won a defense. Collect your prizes. So you get some gold and some, I think just gold and some experience. Not so you don't watch yourself play defense? Mm-mm, not at all. You can't go back and see how many you've done or how well you did or the matches or anything. Hmm. It just tells you if you if you beat somebody, you get a prize. But if you set up your defense better, mm-hmm. you'll win more without... Supposedly, yeah. <clears throat> so in season, there are 10 divisions. And each division has 16 games and the quarterfinal, semifinal, final, and one-eighth final, whatever that is. So... It's 20 games per division, and so I guess what's that? 10 divisions, 200 games. I'm on division 5 now, halfway through. But it gets, when you first start off, it's pretty easy. You don't really know what you're doing. You're just putting players up. Then eventually you figure out that, okay, so if I put this guy here, he'll do that. If I put this guy there, they'll do that. Uh, Will... When he was down, was like, you know, you can go to the help file and it'll explain how to play the game. I didn't even know it was there because, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna mention how you were telling me like, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I just had to figure it out on my own. And then Will was like, yeah, I just went to the help. Yeah, but if you if you click on your name in the corner, you can change your name, you can change your logo, and then there's a, a community help Facebook and options. So you can name your team. Yeah. Oh, I um, bet that's terrible, though, because you play other teams that have crappy names. Well, yeah, plus it, you're, you're not really naming your team. You're naming the coach. Because uh-huh. basically you're the coach of these teams, but not just one team. It's whatever players you want to put out on the field. So, again, there's five races, 
And then when you first start off, you have humans. And as you play a game in the season, whenever you beat, let's say you beat a human team, Mm -hmm. you'll get a human coin for a player. So you have to get these coins or tokens. You get these tokens, and that's how you unlock people. And that's how you level people up. Okay. So you get one token, you get to unlock that guy. And then I think it's different number of tokens for different people. So for like little guys, if you get two more tokens of the same guy, you can evolve them. So it's kind of like leveling up. Each character also has a level, which the characters gain experience as you play. Or you can hit this plus button next to the level and use potions to make them more experienced faster. Which, again, I didn't know. I just kind of found out. And then each character or player has three skills. And this isn't like regular skills. These are game-specific skills. So, like, I'm looking at a tree man. Does he have jump up? No. None of those type of skills exist. <laughs> I figured not. Not at all. Um, but you have one skill that goes against every race, and then two skills that are race-specific. So this tree man has uh, the all, one versus human, and one versus orc. So if he hits, and there's five different qualifiers for when the skills take effect. It's either when you hit somebody, when you knock somebody out, when you throw a pass, when you catch a pass, or when you just take the field. And then, like, he has minus opponent, minus AR opponent around. So the skill reduces the armor opponents positioned around the player when he hits an opponent. And then against orcs, he has the skill reduces the strength of all players on the opposing team at the start of the match. Okay. So when you're playing each, you know, how, how many is five, ten. Each race has 15 characters that you could play. And like I said, it's five at a time. Mm-hmm. So once you unlock all the humans, then you'll have 15 people to choose from. So when you play against somebody, like you play against Skaven, you can choose which people to put up against the Skaven based on which ones are better against Skaven. I got you. So there's... So you're going to have your squad and you specialize them versus different... And everybody levels up independently. Everyone has skills independently. Those skills go up independently. It's just a whole bunch of stuff like that. It sounds lame, but for just a a free thing as I'm going along, I'm really enjoying it. Because it's just fun to level up and play the games and try to position things better and get better. Is this one of those phone games where you get to play for 15 minutes and then you have to wait a day before you can play again? Sort of. So like I said, for each league, every day you have five matches. That's the multiplayer ones. You can do that five times a day. For the season, you have a certain number of power, I guess. And I think you start off at 30. 
They cost six to play a match. So you could play, you know, five matches before you have to rest. I'm not sure how long it takes to come back. I haven't really tested that. But whenever you level up as a coach, because you have coach levels too, whenever you level up as a coach, it will refresh that. So at the beginning, you don't really run out because you play, you win a few games, you go up as a coach level. Every day it gives you missions to do. So spend five skill points, open three chests, and play five matches, and then win three matches with each of the race. So as you complete those things every day, you'll get skills and coins and stuff. So it has a whole lot going on. It has a currency system of diamonds where you can use the diamonds to buy stuff. You want more coins, you use diamonds. You want to refresh your stuff faster, you use diamonds, etc., etc. So how much money have you spent in microtransactions in this game? Since I liked it, I have spent, I think, 14 bucks. What? Yeah. What did you spend it on? What did you get for so, $14? diamonds. And this is the main complaint that I'm running into. So I'm playing through, and I'm unlocking people, and you get skill points every, what is it, five minutes you get a skill point, I think. And you can only hold up to ten. So basically every hour... You've got 10 skill points that you can spend on your player. Every time you play a, pay a skill, you have to have to, also have to pay gold coins. So to make your people go up in skill, you have to pay money as well. You run out of money pretty fast. So use the, coin, use the diamonds to get coins to level your people up faster. That's where it's coming into, the problem is I'm at a high enough level on my people that I'm losing matches, so I'm not getting any coins. And I'm getting skill points that I need to spend to get my people better, but I'm not getting the coins to do so. Now, you can, like I said, I'm on level 5. I can go back to level 10 where it's a lot easier and play all those guys again. Grind them up and, and grind them out. Okay, and I'll win coins. I'll win coins playing league, and every day you get coins and stuff. So you can wait it out, and that's currently where I'm at. Is I'm at the point where I'm kind of having to sit back and wait to get coins to level people up. And like I said, when you get the tokens to level people up, it costs money to do that and everything. So okay. Overall, went in expecting a horrible game, and I'm enjoying it. The graphics are fun enough. It's Blood Bowl. You've got Morgan Thorg. You've got Jordel Freshbreeze. You've got, I think, you got Jacob Van Altdorf. You've got a lot of star players in the game that you see the names and you recognize them. And it's using mm-hmm. the same models of Blood Bowl game. So it's fun. So thumbs up. Yes. For me, it's a thumbs up. I'm enjoying it. For nice. for everybody, I don't know. I really think it's hurting my battery life, too. <laughs> well, like I said, I don't think it's not a well-made game. Because, like I said, a lot of times when you go in to hit the buttons, like every day you can get potions. Mm-hmm. If you 
if you keep playing it, you know, you play it for five days, get 10 potions. And I'll try to hit the potion button and it just won't register. So I'm hitting it, hitting it, hitting it, hitting it, and just won't do it. And then if I'm trying to play a team and I'm trying to pick somebody, I'll go to try to pick them and the whole thing won't register. And then I'll go try to have to move them around. And hmm. Not well made, but fun. I guess. That's what I would say. How much more money are you going to invest in this game? Uh, I'm going to go with zero. So 14 was your limit. Yeah, they had a couple specials. So. <laughs> what if they have more specials? No, they do. Yeah. They have like one time only double your whatever. So. I got you. Okay. No, I, I just did it because... Um, and so if you're going to play, don't buy a chest ever. They give you... Because chests are filled with tokens. So there are two types of chests. You know, there's a single token for 90 diamonds, I think. And then a big chest with for 490. And I didn't realize that they give you the free, a big chest free, like every two days. So I was wondering what was in it. So I hit the button and bought one, and it used up a lot of my diamonds. Okay. But it's fun. Yeah, uh, Will Oliver was really pleased with it, it seemed like, and... I know Friday night before Nuffleween, yeah. uh, Kent Raffrey was downloading it and kind of obsessed with it. <laughs> yes, he was. We kind of lost him for a while there. Yes, he was heavily into it. I'm pretty so. sure he was complaining about it the whole time, too. Well, that's in just Kent. A, yeah, I know. In, in, his, in his Kent way. Right. So, all right, well. But, I, yeah, so. I, I told it while we were talking to download, and it says it will... I said, thanks, it'll be downloaded soon. So I don't know what that means. Are you on Wi-Fi? I guess so. Sure, okay. yes. Then who knows? Oh, it's, yeah, okay, it started installing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Oh, it just said successful. Okay. So if anyone else out there is playing and enjoying it, let us know if you hate it. I understand. Ooh, I just created a shortcut for it. Ooh, should do that anyways. Is it going to make noise? It does have some noise, yeah. I have it turned off because I play it. Is everybody hearing that? Yeah. That's the noise of crunch. It's a lot better than the board game crunch. Now this is going to wear down my battery. I think it wears down my battery a lot. So don't play it, or just by having it on your phone, so wear down your battery. Because I'm going to... Probably both. Okay, I'll probably remove it immediately then, if that's the case. <laughs> Not a lot, I mean... Ooh, dude. It's also something that I can play at my desk at work without getting in trouble fast enough. So I'm probably doing that a lot more than I normally did, so maybe that's running it down some. <laughs> You bought microtransactions. Yeah. You're one of those guys. I believe in supporting a game. I mean. I I, I get that too. Yeah, if you're going to play something. Sure. I probably could have asked them for it for free. I've donated to Fumble. Yeah. So. Any other questions about it? Um. So, don't get to name your own Ray. Your team. No, and like I said, you can play different teams and... So I go up against an orc team. I can decide, okay, they have 
no big guys. I'm going to put in my Skaven team with two rat ogres and go with it there. Well, I will, uh, since it's downloaded, I will give it a try probably over the next weekend or so, and I might not enough to do a whole segment on it, but maybe next episode I'll give my opinion on it. Sure. But yeah, people want me to tear it apart, and I'm like, no, kind of like it. No, people, you should realize that whatever side you want Steve to be on, even if you think it should be obvious, he's going to pick the other one. No, Steve's his own man. Steve decides what Steve likes. Anytime I have a conflict and I just want to bitch about it and have a friend like back me 100%. Steve is the agent of the medium. Steve will take the other side. It doesn't matter how right I am. But also, if you're feeling really good about something, I'll bring you down. (laughs) I'm all about that middle. Yeah, you're pretty good at just being a turd. Yeah. I'm a living embodiment of the yin-yang. Speaking of turds, maybe we should take a break (laughs) and get back to the next. Nice segue. (laughs) (laughs) The next segment, which we talk about an awesome new boy. And we're back, and we're going to be talking about an exciting new board game, new to us anyways. So, Scott, where was Blood Bowl at in 2003? In 2003? Yes. Um, It was... At your local games workshop store. Because the the new edition came out in 2002? Yeah. The newest edition? Or whatever they were calling it. The one that was packaged with like the Death Zone and the Blood Bowl. And all the books in it, basically. Okay. That's the newest version of the, the board game, right? To my knowledge, yes. And that's when they put out the 5th edition humans and stuff? Uh, Probably shortly after that, yeah. Okay. There was the newer models and stuff like that. So that's Blood Bowl. Blood Bowl. Right. Okay. Now, what's the opposite of Blood Bowl? Um, hippie Bowl, let's say opposite of blood would be water. Makes and sense. And while water can be rough, if you don't mess with it, it could be very calm and peaceful. Hmm. So something like Peace Bowl. Like Peace Bowl, yes. So the game that we are reviewing is called Peace Bowl. It really is called Peace Bowl, everybody. And I found it on eBay, and if you look at the cover, the cover of the game is 100% crazy 1980s weirdness. It's got Arnold Schwarzenegger, I think. Right here? I think so. Well. Is it it, Jim Varney? (laughs) I think it's supposed to be Frank. It's like Arnold Schwarzenegger is Frankenstein. Yeah. Then it has Pinhead and... It has a Harley Davidson jacket wearing eagle. It's got a Hunter S. Thompson, the 1980s Raiders, and a flag of the 1980s Miami Dolphins. It is a... Um, I think there's Laurel and Hardy in there. Freddy Cougar's hands in here. Right. A sumo wrestler. It is the craziest... The sumo wrestler is wrestling a... It looks like a werewolf. Yeah. There's a fireball, some knights, and a ninja fighting. It's the craziest freaking thing I have seen in a long time. Honestly, I don't mind the artwork at all. No, but it looks like 1980s Blood Bowl, right? Yeah, it looks. Yeah, it's trying to mimic that. Not probably. 2003. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, this is a an Italian company that put out this game, and it's just so weird, so weird. Yeah, it's um, 
I'm I'm going to let Steve talk about it first. I don't even know how to start. You've got a pitch, and you can actually play four player. So there's four different end zones, but we played it two players, so it's end zone to end zone. You have a team of, what was it, five people? Yeah. And actually, this is kind of a lot like Crunch in a way. Um, Not the app, the uh, board game Crunch. Both, kind of. Okay. Because it's five players. Okay. Um, And there's nothing to this freaking game. There's nothing to it. You put your five people on the field. And this, it's not like Blood Bowl. You don't have races. You just have five people on the field. Well, the, the game comes with a billion tokens. Right. And they're little flat cardboard tokens. And they actually give you some wood that I guess you're supposed to glue your tokens to. Right. You are supposed to glue them on. on. They give you these little pieces of wood. You have all these tokens. And it can be anything. There's little ninja people. There's. This is basically a game that they made up in probably 20 minutes to use the pieces that were left over from their other game war angel i think there's a pumpkin in there's a pumpkin token that is holding a, a knife the pumpkin is right and a chainsaw yeah there's a i guess this is a wand or a pin that's just animated there's yeah. there's rams uh, I, the t- steam the team steve gave me was goblins and some minotaurs. Because you, you have four regular pieces and one, what they call it, not star player, but A like... A champion. Champion, yeah. <clears throat> and everything's based on cards you get dealt. Oh, yeah. So you get dealt a hand, and then you just play a card, and that's it. So Well, you can keep playing cards until you can do something, if I remember correctly. Yeah. We go in turns, so we play as many cards as we can. Give me half that deck. Okay. And I'm really trying not to talk about this until you're done. But no, some, I don't know. Some of the examples of the cards is fight. That would be like throwing blocks. Right. There's a, um, there's some weapons like bomb. So if you want to move, you have to have a... Well, there's a run card... And then a fly card. Right. And it has a number by it, and that's how you move your guy. Yeah. So run is one through eight, I think. And fly is nine through... No, one through through six. And then fly is seven through 12 or something. It's pretty ridiculous. And and that's it. That's how you move. If you get knocked down, you need a card that says, get up. And like this get up card I'm looking at has a little dwarf on it. On the card, and he looks almost like a halfling chef. He's tasting some soup, and he has a big giant fork, but he's a dwarf. Right. And uh, there's pass cards, there's steal a ball cards. There's hypnosis cards. The, the, the craziest thing is, is there's wild cards, but also any of the special cards that are in here. And there's a lot of like special stuff, like slimy spit. You can hit down a warrior up to two squares of distance. And by the way, this is how that's written. It's it's Italian, poorly translated English. Right. Here's super arrow card. You can hit down a warrior up to four squares of distance. Yeah. 
But any of these special cards are just freaking random. I mean, they can be wild cards. So if you need to get up, you just play a special card. Uh, if you want to run five, you can do that or fly 12, whatever. This is a sort of a game, I guess. We played it a couple times. I believe I won both pretty easily. So you use cards for everything. Yeah. What was our hand size? Do you remember? I think five. Okay. There is maybe a total of 40 cards Yeah, in this whole thing. Yeah. So, like, it's very possible that the other guy can get all the cards that say run or fly, and in two turns they can score without you doing anything because all you're stuck with is fight cards or rage cards, which yeah. is like taking everybody down next to you, like a big fury of fights. Without, and Since you can't move, you just sit there. This... What Steve's not saying is this game is horrible. This it's, is an utter piece of shit. And uh, I know I know we we try not to just go on our way to cuss and we'd love for other people to listen to this with their kids, but this game is a piece of crap. A big eh, piece of crap. You lost twice though. So it doesn't matter. Even if I would have won, there's not enough cards. No, there's really not. You have and maybe, when half of the cards are pretty much wild cards. It doesn't even make any sense to have, because I, as many times I've, as I got the special cards, I don't think I ever used the special ability. I always used them as a wild card. I hold in my hand 19 of the cards, half the deck. There's only five run or fly cards in here. Yeah. And that's to move your characters. And you can't block anybody or fight unless you ha- are close to them. So the game was... For a couple of touchdowns where I'd say, well, I can't do anything because I I have all these fight cards. And I would discard cards so I can get more. Mm -hmm. And then Steve would walk up and grab the ball. And the next turn, Steve would score. It was pretty much kind of like that. It was terrible. This is a – it looks like – here's what I do like about this game. I like the cover art. Believe it or not, all these little like hokey little things that we see on the cards, like the little like dwarf halfling chef, yeah, uh, like this guy that it's the the card power is called a bomb burp, and it's this dwarf burp dwarf burping, and the fight card that has a mermaid pirate tiger. Have you seen this one? Eey. And uh, this artwork is not the greatest artwork, but I do <laughs> like them. Yeah. So I want to. These are comical and they're silly, and I want to like it. I could see like this is a showing a peyote walk. It's like a peyote, which is kind of like weed right. walking. Yes, it's high. This is a swan girl flying that's nude, yeah. and like I, like if I was a child, I would love this artwork. I can see my kids liking this artwork. Here's a beetle that is throwing dynamite. But the game sucks so bad. It, I think what this was is they had a game called War Angel because they advertised it in, in the stuff. And I think they took all those counters for their war game and they slapped it on some other and printed off like three other pieces of cardboard and called this um, Peace Bowl. Right. And stupidly, my buddy Steve bought this game. 
How much did you pay for this? Oh, less than 20 bucks. <laughs> it's worth every dollar. No, it is horrible. Right, which is why it's worth every dollar. This game is worse than the, the crunch board game. The artwork might be a little bit better, but everything else just sucks. Matter of fact, on the back of the pitch is an advertisement for the War Angel Fantasy War Game. Yeah. And it has all these little tokens that we get to play with our team. So this is for another game they have called War Angel. Yeah. Why don't you buy this game? It says it was awarded the best Italian game at Luca Games in 2000. Hey, Luca. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah. Didn't even realize. Well, this is... Should have. Best um, Italian game. I bet there was only one Italian game that year. It's this has Rage. a pretty good rating on Board Game Geek. Come on. No, that's not bad up there. And it has a sequel. Like uh, Peace Bowl 6s or something. Really? Why don't you buy that piece of junk, too? I haven't seen it. If I see it, I'll buy it. All right. Well, I'm sorry to my Italian friends who maybe love this game. Or, or maybe your copy doesn't have all the cards. That's possible. Is that, is, that, is that possible? Yeah. Because I, I haven't really seen like, this a is, listing of how many cards. Yeah, this is not like one of those games that said, you're going to get 17 teams and no. you're going to get 65 cards. This is just like, well, the box is in good condition, but nothing else is. The box is in really good condition. No, it's great. Yeah. But this is a, this is a piece of crap, oh, folks. Don't, don't bother. This it's was, worth playing. No, it was a waste of high. time. No, this was a giant waste of time. Steve is totally wrong. If you would like to play this with him, uh, next Chaos Cup, just just email the podcast, God. and he'll take it, and he'll play you games. It's so <sighs> god-awful. I don't even know if I could handle it. Could... No, you wouldn't. As soon as somebody emails you, because I can see the Siggy Lama calling you up and say, me and my cousin would like to play you in Peace Bowl, and you would go like, oh, I forgot it, guys, because you don't want to play that piece of shit. It's more enjoyable than Crunch. In this <laughs> fact that the, the board game, because it's faster. <laughs> well, there is that. So, when we're judging crap, the least amount of time that you have to play it, it wins that. So that's something. Gamer Hell is nothing but Peace Bowl, Crunch Board Game, and like the lamest version of uh, Munchkin. There is. You just had. I was to play thinking like Apples to Apples Family. Oh God, Apples to Apples. Ugh. No, the family one. Just like not even any of the racy answers. Or- yeah, that's terrible. A cow. Okay, I, I'd rather play Peace Bowl than Apples to Apples. Yeah. I can't think of a game I hate more than Apples to Apples. You hate fun. <laughs> no, that's not true. Yeah, it is. I want to like the artwork. I, I like the pumpkin that has a chainsaw and a knife. Well, I you, like that. I like the both. beetle who wants to throw dynamite sticks at me. But this is terrible. This this cover, every time I look at it, though. You, you hey, see, let me see the back of this. Thing. 25 different things. Well, the cover is pretty cool. It's one of those pictures that has a lot going on, but I think it has a like Chaos Warrior, but see if, if you, you went what... to Mardi Gras. See now if you would take your pieces mm-hmm. and color them like they did on the back, they put rings around them. Well, I don't want to ruin the value. <laughs> you would help the value. <laughs> and you glued on whatever your four teams are mm-hmm. or more. See, I don't think you have enough little wooden pieces either. Because they're showing a whole lot of teams here. I'm pretty sure they're just showing that so you buy it. Mm. This probably would have been sealed, so you couldn't open it. Yeah, probably so. Um, But I think 
in the like optional rules or something where like online it said that you can go to the war angel game and take the stats of the characters from there and put it into this game I don't whatever you really need to find if anybody out there has the game peace bowl please tell me how many um, cards come with the game because I don't see it listed anywhere because um, it's just Oh, it's awful. It was, it was uh, not so good. Yeah, it's a piece of crap. But see that Chaos Warrior? Look at that. What? Isn't that a Chaos Warrior like if you went to Mardi Gras? <laughs> That's not a Chaos Warrior if you went to Mardi Gras. Well, okay, that could be a Chaos <laughs> Warrior if you went to Mardi Gras. <laughs> I mean, I don't really know what else that could be. But... I don't know. I mean, it's like it's like <laughs> the, the back of a Chaos Warrior's helmet in green and flames. Just... <laughs> this is so awful. It is. Anyways, uh, uh, sorry about the uh, lame third segment on episode 50, but uh, that's brought to you by Peace Bowl. For when you want to really <laughs> piss off your opponent. Or you call it Piece of Shit Bowl. Right, that might be a better name for Maybe it. Maybe that's what it means. Like Peace Bowl, it's kind of a joke that it's not peaceful. It's a piece oh, of but crap. Yeah, the, uh, the, the fluff in this is total Blood Bowl, too. It's like... Instead of fighting, they've decided to come together and play games of Peace Bowl to decide their arguments and stuff. Oh, that's that's wonderful. Yeah. And again, I, when I got this, I totally thought this was like 1986, not 2003. Dude, you, you really need to order War Angel, and I'll play that with you. Because it won a, a, the best Italian game. No, I'm good. At LucaCon or whatever nah. in 2000. No, I'm good. All right. Well, I guess that's um, at least two thumbs down for me, and probably Steve's going to probably say, "Yeah, it's okay." <laughs> I fear. See, he wouldn't agree with me because that's what he does. We've established that. I'm choking to death. It's that bad. <laughs> you are choking to death over there. All right, I'm going to give you a break so you can either choke to death Yay. or clear up whatever is in your throat, and we'll come back with some shoutouts. And time for shout-outs! Okay. So, first off, since we were mentioning Luca in the last segment, might as well start there. The World Cup was a couple weeks ago? That's right. And I would like to shout-out everybody, 912 people. We'll start at players. the beginning. Want we'll to start from the bottom or the top? And <laughs> No, just the <laughs> players in general. <laughs> okay. Uh, I've seen some video and... To, yeah. What I only assume is 100 people in staff or something. I don't know. It's probably not that many, but regardless. It's a lot. A lot of people. And you guys so did jealous. a great job in watching those videos make anybody who loves tournaments and Blood Bowl want to go. And it it just looked awesome for our committee. It looked so professional from afar. It was a afar. very sucky weekend to be at home and just watching the updates like, oh, mm-hmm. Not that we would have been doing very well because we'd probably be – on the same team and pick friends. That's fine. Yeah, but we'd be better off not being on the same team. I need to be on like a good team. Oh, yeah. So when I lose, my team still wins. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no. uh, but we had a team come in seventh for the U.S. That's highly impressive. Yeah, there was, to my knowledge, only two USA teams. Yeah. There was uh, Team USA, I think is what they were called. Not at all. No? What was the first team called? 
You remember? American Football Conference? Okay, American Football Conference or American Football League, something like something that. Like um, I can't remember all the players. It was the team with Brian Two on it. Yeah. Uh, I know because he stayed here and we talked Van about it. Yeah. yeah, Matt Vanderbilt is also on there. So they finished seventh. And, and then uh, there was another team with Stars and Spite. Stars and Spite, which I think had Joseph Roberts on it, local. Yeah, and Nate Beam is the only two players I remember from that team. So yeah. forgive me, guys. I'm not. I'm not even going to go look it up. But congratulations, right. seventh top yeah. ten finishes, and Vanity awesome. finished top Amazon coach, right? Uh, I think so. I don't know all the details on that, and I think he's. But he cracked the top ten, I believe, on the NAF ranking yeah. with Amazon's with like a two forty five. I actually saw that. I think he's top ten overall for Blood Bowl players. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I'm. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, Amazon right. made him the top. Yeah, if you go to the yeah. NAF rankings where it just lists the players, I, I, I believe he's the top ten. Yeah. And you know what's special about him, though, right? Um, Don't know if you know this. Well, he's not a big sicko pervert like we are. No, probably and not. he always beats Sigiwama, mm-hmm. and he's never beat you. He's never beat me. He's never beat you. No, I beat him once. Wow! And, and you know who? You know who's going to ride that wave? Forever? You know, like who is his arch enemy? Because they have like a, a feud that it's kind of like a rivalry thing, but somebody's always on the winning side of it between maybe like Vanderbeer Hose, which is his Amazon teams, mm-hmm. or Manderbeer's Hose versus the, the Forty Miners, mm-hmm. which in the rock paper scissors matchup, you know, the dwarves should have the, dwarves the advantage. Should always win, yeah, but they don't, and you know. He, who who coaches the Forty Miners? Brian Mitchell, Golden Toe Joe, and Brian Mitchell. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I, I'm a, I've never been beat by him either. It's true. I mean, I've I'm one to know at the biggest stage of it all. Wow. Now I didn't play. The, <laughs> I didn't play the Miners. Yeah, and you didn't play the Amazons, but we played the coach. Whatever. And um, just because we accidentally won. Yeah, we're going to keep bragging about it. Absolutely. So we're going to give a shout-out to Brian Mitchell and uh, <laughs> Matt Vanderby. <laughs> yeah. Or as we like to commonly refer to both of them, losers. <laughs> wow. We're going to get yelled at. Oh, yeah. Uh, we need to give a shout-out to our buddy Jonas Lindgren over there in, um, what's that country called? Sweden. Sweden. And uh, all the Eurobowl, I, I didn't even say that right, Euro Bowl things, you were supposed to kind of yeah. come in and help me out. No, I was just letting you of, flounder. Oh, thanks, bud. Now, he's going to be in charge of Euro Bowl in Sweden next year and trying to spread the word to hopefully get some North American people to go. He said, get off your butts, form the best team possible, and get over there and represent. I think he threatened us, though. Because he says if we come over, he'll show us the wonders of the Swedish culinary world. Kebab pizza, which might be good. Pizza and kebabs. Okay. rule, Which is something for a poop. Um, blood pudding with bacon and lingonberry jam. I don't know if I mean blood pudding. I don't want it. No, no. I mean. And other stuff. You can call it something else, and maybe I'll try it, but if it's not... Pretty sure the Swedes are the people who take fish, bury it in the ground, let it ferment, and then eat it. 
So you know what they bring some delicious chocolates over, yes, but they, they also chew on some weird licorice things that are pretty disgusting. Yeah. Now they all swim before they play blood bowl, and they're in shape, and they're mm-hmm. not fat like us. But and they win the chaos cup. And they win chaos cup or stunty cup, and do well and everything else. Yeah. So, I think what we're saying is they are better than us. Right, but um, but we are fat and like bad food. <laughs> Anyways, go support Eurobowl. Eurobowl. I I think are they also taking like if if you ran a tournament and you wanted to donate some prizes or something like that? Aren't they taking stuff like that? I'm sure they wouldn't turn it down. Right? No. I Am I wrong in that? Okay. Whatever. I mean, I'm sure they will take some. If you'd like to send stuff to them. They will gladly give you their address, or you can send it to us, and we'll take what we want and send them the rest, either way. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're good at. Anything else? I got to be uh, real honest and say I don't really have much. It's been a slow month for shout-outs, which probably means I'm forgetting somebody. Shout-out to Roll Jordan. <clears throat> Roll Jordan is putting up their Tengu, Goblin, and Ogre team on Kickstarter. So that should be starting as since this is up, basically. Hmm. And Mystery Science Theater is coming back, so if you'd like to, mm, that's back, great. So go to hell, greatest show ever. Oh, is the shoutouts going to become the Kickstarter shoutouts. Yes. Okay. So go ahead. How about you, Arcadia Quest? <laughs> Arcadia Quest Inferno. As of like last night, I already hit like half a billion dollars. It's been up for like three days. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> yeah, their starting goal was like a hundred thousand, and they're five it, times of it. See, that, but, that bothers me because you but, know that they knew they were going to get more than that. So screw them. But they're really—it's not like they're a fledgling gaming company trying to make it right. Like if me and you made a game, yeah. It's cool, many or not, who are established, and this is like the third or fourth expansion, however you want to look at mm-hmm. it, for their game. So and it's you know a big giant set, pre-order system. They set it is, and they set the the goal low, so they can go. We hit our goal within twenty four hours. I think they said it was in five minutes. They hit their goal, or right? Something. So does I read that sound amazing versus yeah. setting a realistic goal and be like, "Yeah, we hit it." Well, this is one of those deals where some people hate Kickstarter. Yeah. Because I'm indifferent. Now I mean, most people are not going to go through their local game shop to buy this game. They're going to get it uh, through here. Yeah. With all the extras, so I can't blame them. See, game stores need to start focusing on the painting stuff. Like, yeah, you can buy the game there, but you want to buy all your paint supplies here, and we'll teach you how to paint. Hmm. Nah. Nobody cares. Uh, Sean Stevens said that uh, he would paint some miniatures for me on Twitter. Pretty sure he was just pulling your leg. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to hold him to this by talking about it on a podcast. With, oh, that's uh, smart. Thousands of people listening, and uh, he'll feel so obligated to do it, he'll just do it for free. Well, I heard from Duder that he was going to paint any team I wanted for free. Oh, then I heard that. I heard that Spencer was going to paint one of my teams for free. And I heard the laughing ferret guy's going to paint one of my teams for free. I, I heard a- Axia Fish is going to paint <laughs> one of my teams for Got free. It. This shout-out segment is just horrible. It's devolved. Anybody wants to paint one of my teams for free, 
I will probably let you. <laughs> of course you would. You let my children paint one of your teams. No. The Wait, old? You going to finish it off? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Okay, then yeah. Free teams, free team. Um, let me see what other shout-outs we got here. Anybody who came to Nethelween, want to shout them out? Anyone who came to Scars, try to shout you out? Mm. All the submarines. <laughs> are, we, are we doing ODG? ODB again? ODB. Um, I, I really don't know if I have any more other shout-outs to give. No, not really. We've kind of devolved. Well, it's been a... It's been one week since you. It's been a, it's been a busy month. Yeah, in a lot of ways. Uh, I guess I could shout out the guys over at the NBFL on a fumble, but I'm not going to like name their names specifically. Okay, I got four weeks left of that, and then I'm going to be moving on. I'm I'm sure you'll miss it so much. Um, as my players keep dying, I might not have a team left by the time they've been the season. I have two players left from my original team. Two. That's not so good. In only four seasons. Jeez. They're dying left and right. Okay, so unless we have anything else, I guess we will cut this short. We will be back next month. Um, In Die Another Day. No, we'll be that back next month. We'll, we're going to talk some Oklahoma Bowl and Spiky, so get yourself ready for that. Also, this is episode 50. We'd like to thank all of you for hanging around this long. And if you have any of your favorite memories or things that we've talked about, please email us and we'll share that with you next month. Kind of like what your best thoughts are. So like the best back. of without us having to do anything? Yeah, it's kind of like one of those. Okay. I'm good with I that. I figure those are the best ones. Oh, did anybody reply to your question about vampires? Uh, Chance told me to run Nurgle. A chance from three dot block and Jeffro from the MBFL said to run vampires because he said you're burnt out on Nurgle and he's probably right. So there you go. So hole two. Yeah. That, that bodes well for our ratings. Well, we didn't give away anything. Oh, well, I'm not giving away anything. So. We have dice. Yeah. What dice am I going to give away? I don't know. Some of your dice. We have never wean dice. Yeah, we do. And blow down t-shirts. We have all kinds of shit. I guess we should have hawked those. Yeah, whatever. Now we'll hawk them all next month. Um, hawk a do. <laughs> we got Boner Storm. <laughs> Copies of Boner Storm for the stocking stuffers. <laughs> wow. And some oh, sold some at uh, Noveline. I might buy the rest just to put them in random stockings of kids. Oh, God. That'd be- daddy, daddy, what's this? I've told my girlfriend that I could give, give one to her son, and she's like, no. And I'm like, he would love it. What kid wouldn't? So basically you said, hey, girlfriend, I'm going to give your some, son some beat-off material. What do you think of that? <laughs> it was really a joke. I would not Imagine your son in his bedroom just beating that meat, just beating, going at it. Full on. All right, we probably need to edit that out of the podcast. That is in case not so happening. Any of their ch- her nope. children listen to this. Nope. No, let's edit this out. Nope. Okay. It's well, too good. Let's end this right now with saying goodbye, everybody. And beat that meat.
You can follow Both Down on Twitter, at Both Down. You can follow Scott at Fat Finley, F-A-T-F-I-N-L-E-Y, and Steve at Kilowog2814. If you'd like to email, their email address is bothdownpodcast at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash bothdown. I'm gonna jack it where the sun always shines. He's gonna jack it. Been spreading the word and now I need to ease my mind. Jacking it home. Been planting them apple seeds and while the apples grow, I'm gonna go out jacking it in San Diego. Jacking it, jacking it, jacking it, jack. Spanking it, jacking it, spanking it, smack. I don't need no shirt, no, gonna take them pants right off. He's about to jacket. On such a bright day, who needs underwear or socks? Jacket, jacket, ho. Been around God's country, and there's one thing I know. There's no better place for jacking it than San Diego. Jacket, jacket, jacket and jack. Spanking it, spanking it, spanking it, smack. Jacket it, jacket it, jacket it, jack. Jacket it, spanking it, spanking it, smack. Come to San Diego, there's so much to see. From the sparkling waters of Mission Bay to the warm tortillas of Old Town. And after a day of sightseeing, why not try spanking it in one of our charming city streets? San Diego, come, take a load off. Jacking it, jacking it, jacking it, jack. Spanking it, spanking it, spanking it, smack. A whacking it, whacking it, whacking it, whack. Spanking it, jerking it, smacking it, smack. The cars are passing me by, they honk and say hello. Hey, that guy's jacking From his window, there's a guy shooting video, video of him jacking. And if the good Lord Jesus comes knocking on my door, just tell him that I'm jacking it in San Diego. Jacking it, jacking it, jacking it, jack. Spanking it, 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 spanking it,